For the past 10 years, I've been trying to figure out why Eat, Pray, Love became such a giant phenomenon in the first place. Certainly nothing in my life had prepared me for such monumental success. I'd never been a best-selling author before. I always joke that my first three books had sold upwards of dozens of copies. And heaven knows that there were already plenty of divorce memoirs, travel memoirs, and spiritual memoirs out there on the market before mine hit the bookstores in 2006. But for some reason, Eat, Pray, Love became a tsunami. Why? I've never really known. Whenever interviews have asked me why I think the book became so popular, my usual answer has been something cheeky and dismissive, something along the lines of, your guess is as good as mine, pal. But all the while that I was shrugging off that question, I was also running into people who kept wanting to tell me stories. Stories about how my book had personally inspired or influenced them. Stories about how my book had changed their lives. Stories, in other words, about what Eat, Pray, Love had made them do. Some of those stories were delightful, some were strange, some were deeply moving. Two of those stories, in particular, have never left me. Here's the first story I've never forgotten. One day, at a book signing event in Atlanta, I met an African-American woman in her early 30s who seemed positively radiant with happiness. She told me that a few years earlier she'd picked up Eat, Pray, Love on the recommendation of a friend. She read it in one sitting. After finishing the last page, she put the book down, stood up from the couch, walked out of her home, and never went back there again. It turns out she had shared that home for ten years with a man who had been physically and emotionally abusing her every single day, but now she was done with it. She left the city, moved back in with her mother, found a new job, saved her money for several years, lost a bunch of weight, and when I met her, had just gotten back from her first trip all alone to Paris. She had never even gone back to her old home to collect her belongings, and she had never seen her abusive ex-boyfriend again. Her old life was over, never to be revisited. She was an entirely transformed human being. And here is the second story I've never forgotten. One day I received a letter from a woman who wrote, You'll never believe what just happened because of your book. This woman had read Eat, Pray, Love, and she had enjoyed it, but it hadn't changed her life. Mostly, she had just liked the travel descriptions and all the details about the food in Italy, but she had taken the book with her on a family sailing trip that included her older brother. What you have to understand about my brother, this woman wrote to me, is that he's a jerk. I love him because he's my big brother, but he's an arrogant, controlling, entitled jerk. Her brother had been going through a long, drawn-out, expensive, and acrimonious divorce. His wife had been trying to leave him for many years, and he'd been punishing her for it, making sure she would suffer dearly for the insult of having walked out on him. He had no intention of ending the battle anytime soon. Then, during this family holiday, he randomly picked up his sister's copy of Eat, Pray, Love and started reading it, mostly as a joke. A few pages in, though, it wasn't a joke for him anymore. He read the whole thing. When he was done with the book, he phoned his lawyer from the sailboat and said, Call off the dogs. Then he phoned his wife and left her a message saying, I bless your journey and I'm sorry. And at last, he let her go. On the surface, these two people, these two stories, don't seem to have a single thing in common, yet I could never forget either. And for years I've been telling them together in order to demonstrate the impossibly even bizarrely wide audience that Eat, Pray, Love has found. 
Still, I didn't really know why my book had touched these people specifically and so many others besides. It was only in seeing the incredible range of submissions that came pouring in for this anthology that I finally got it, that I finally saw what those two stories had in common and why I've been telling them for years. Because at heart, they were the same story, the story of a person finally realizing my life doesn't have to look like this anymore. The abused woman realized she didn't have to be a victim anymore. The abusive man realized he didn't have to be a menace anymore. Both had stepped out of their tired old selves from one moment to the next and had walked forward into completely new lives, and Eat, Pray, Love incredibly had helped them do that. This is what my book is really about. It was never really about eating pizza in Italy or meditating in India or falling in love in Bali. It wasn't about travel or spirituality or divorce. No, Eat, Pray, Love was about what happens when one human being realizes that her life doesn't have to look like this anymore, that everything, including herself, can be changed. And after that realization occurs, nothing will ever be the same again.